0: What's up, everybody? This is Ming Chen from AMC's Comic Book Men. You're listening to the Galactic Driftwood podcast. I make podcasts. I help other people make podcasts. I listen to podcasts. I don't care about any of them except for the Galactic Driftwood (laughs) podcast. I love them. Come geek out with them every week. I love you guys.
2: Welcome to Galactic Driftwood Podcast. I'm Bill.
1: I'm Jenna. I'm John.
2: (laughs) Charles. I'm I'm John. I'm Seth. I'm Linda. And we have some special guests with us today. And I'll let uh, Jenna take over and introduce our our new friends.
1: So we're super excited here at Galactic Driftwood to uh, bring in Ming Chin and Mike Zepsik of the comic book men. That's what they're most widely known for. It uh, ran from 2012 to 2018, it had a total of seven seasons and 96 episodes. In 2017, these wonderful pair of gentlemen decided to get out and support fellow podcasters by opening uh, their own studios to help support us and educate us. Uh, and you can check more about what they're doing and what that's about at ashareduniverse.com.
3: <laughs> welcome, welcome! Yay! Nice.
1: Yeah. All
0: right. Thank you for the warm welcome, Galactic Driftwood. Uh, this is a huge honor, and uh, yeah, me and Mike just thank you. Um, we uh we feel the nerdiness in the room already. It's amazing. <laughs> it
4: <really laughs> That's is.
0: awesome. That, that is now,
5: what we are about.
1: Now, so actually, Ming, uh, ahead. Ming, I met you a few years ago at Planet Comic Con in Kansas City. Uh, when Stan Lee was there. And I think I might have given you a me too moment because I asked you for a hug and then I picked you up actually in that bear hug in the Marriott hotel lobby. So I don't know if you remember that or not, but uh, I, if that was an awkward moment, I'm sorry, but you give great hugs.
0: I, uh, I remember that and it wasn't awkward at all. And uh, you that you, you had my
4: permission then. Mission <laughs> now. So, <for> your-
0: <laughs> Jenna, Nick doesn't get
4: picked up by too many women. So, I don't. I don't get. Picked it, was,
1: up. <laughs> it, it was by the power of my nerddom that I did that.
4: <laughs> I that your nerddom is strong
0: then because uh, I am. Uh, I, I, I ate a lot of Kansas City barbecue that week and uh, <laughs> you know, man, that <laughs> on me. So your nerddom is definitely strong, Jenna.
2: So something to look forward to the next time you come back to Omaha because you mentioned that you've been here before.
0: I have. Uh, I came, uh, I was there for old Comic-Con in 2018, uh, which is amazing. Uh, Mike, you got to come next time. They, they, they have a podcast alley and they were kind of the ones that, sp- that w- sparked in my head. like, why doesn't every con have a podcast alley? That's, that's
4: the, yeah, you came back that week and you're like, we got to get in more cons. Yeah. And I'm like, how can you possibly get in more cons, man? <laughs>
3: hmm. <laughs> how,
4: how, how would that work? Holy cow!
0: Yeah, um, I live at Old Comic Con though, because it's nowhere near Omaha. It's in Council Bluffs, Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of weird, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's it's
6: near. It's near. It's not like like in Omaha, but it's near Omaha. We we It's
1: across
0: the river.
2: Can, <laughs> we consider it as part of the metro area. It's
0: east. Yeah, okay. and, uh, it's Bluffs, East East O. Council Bluffs known for three things: one, Old Comic Con. <laughs> um, there's a bar there called the o Face Bar. And they're one of the only places that they went to, at like Bar Rescue, and um, Bar Rescue just gave up. <laughs> the Bar Rescue was like, screw it, we're not even, we, you guys are unfixable, we're leaving. And when I saw that, I was like, I got to see this place. So, um, Did
6: it live up to your
0: expectations? Uh, it was delightfully awful, yes. Um, <laughs> I didn't get robbed. And yeah, the <laughs> I
6: didn't get yes. robbed. two thumbs up. I
0: didn't get robbed. <laughs>
6: yeah.
0: I like, love
4: it. To
5: it's not for everyone. Uh,
4: and <laughs> <well, laughs> what is the second most or the 10th, ninth most dangerous city in the world that we went to that con? Uh, that was, that'd, be,
0: that'd be Youngstown, Ohio. My
4: friend. Youngstown, Ohio. We were there and uh, I had no idea that it was the ninth most dangerous city in the world. And I'm wandering around outside and there's literally nobody on the streets. We were going to see Kevin. He was, uh, Kevin Smith was uh, doing a Q and A up there. And we, I'm walking, I'm walking around. I'm like, this is weird. There's (laughs) literally no traffic on the street, no pedestrians, nothing. And uh, it's up at a college. And I'm like, well, why aren't college kids walking around? I find out that they murder each other. I guess they were on a lunch break or something, and I, I picked that sweet spot to go. And I'm like, "Can I get a ride from someone home, please?" Yeah, that's where you want to call an Uber right away. <laughs>
3: yeah, it,
4: it's dark out here. I'm like, "No, I'm not <laughs> going out after dark." I mean, you just telling people that you went, you walked alone
0: through the streets of Youngstown, Ohio. You're like the ultimate badass now. Yeah. Yeah, but. I, I didn't know You that should have I played was... the lottery
1: that night. Oh, you. I mean, I'm just saying I
0: think I did. <laughs>
5: <laughs> but you just leave out the part where you didn't know and then you are a badass.
4: Yeah. I was wandering oh. around in my leather jacket, my my pink leather jacket. <laughs> pinky Tuscadero style. See well, that's John how everyone knew
2: to leave you alone
4: it's I mean it's uh, like when you walk around that
1: B D E. Yeah. John,
2: we might you might have another guy that's got that uh, math, you know, lucky bastard curve. Oh,
6: uh, yes. Yeah, right not, not to
2: your it, – it's a theory we have because
6: everything falls Bill's way that he's – but statistically, I worked it out with math to prove that he's not only real, but actually he's he's, he's predictable, but there's only one of you. But now to walk through – yeah, to walk through Youngstown. with Sorry, a jacket, Spider. Jacket.
4: Yeah.
3: Well, it
4: yeah. to be lucky jacket. Although that would have been well, cool.
6: It would have worked out.
4: In in badass.
6: I, I probably would have been walking around in a Jedi outfit. So I would have been killed, but yeah, <laughs> I, that's, that's my, that's my thing for cons, but yeah. Uh, until they jacket. found out,
2: until they found out your lightsaber was real.
6: Well, no, let, let me put it this way. I once lived, uh, in the, uh, uh, rather shadier parts of Omaha and I used to walk around at night in, uh, a blue tank top, orange sweatpants, and Cookie Monster slippers, and no one messed with me because they thought I was crazy. Maybe they thought you were actually insane for rolling around in a pink uh, leather jacket.
4: Yeah, let's let's go with the pink leather jacket. I'm not going to shake it. <laughs> no, I I'm mean, just going to embrace it. It go was the brain. stilettos, no actually. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> yeah, it was it was the eight-inch stiletto heels that. Uh, <laughs> oh, you we'll just make that one cosplay. of
2: those internet legends.
0: Nice. I, I mean, mean omaha, kids,
1: awesome.
0: what omaha is awesome that's that was my point thank you and key
1: point uh <laughs> if you both do come back there will be totally home cooking uh texas mexican enchiladas for you so wow
0: i am oh, in um i got i have to tell you about the weirdest place i went to in omaha maybe you guys are familiar with There's it. a place called the alpine inn um God. it's a place you go there and you there. especially fried chicken
5: I think it's closed now,
2: actually.
0: Oh, so you you're familiar with it though? Yep. Okay, so you get fried chicken, and there's a there's a there's a glass it's a glass wall, and there's a door that says "Do not open." I'm like, well, what's with the the, the door? And it turns out they take all the scraps that people don't eat. They open the door and they throw it outside, and all these raccoons come out, and <laughs> eat it. It's kind of like <laughs> a thing. And I was like, whoa, this is awesome. So <laughs> you know, these rabid raccoons outside the restaurant eating scrapped with fried chicken.
1: That's a, that's a Midwestern thing. We all do that. Yeah. See I mean, there's nothing more entertaining than trash pandas, so what do you do? Yes, that's exactly
0: <laughs> it. So next time we come back, we're going to the Alpine, and if they, well, I guess they might be closed, but...
3: I, <laughs> I mean, it's Nebraska. Be
5: come busy. because we won't kill you. Stay because you can have your own raccoon. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <But> <laughs> or it's pack it.
4: Ming, it's you, not, you, it's you could not for you everyone. pack raccoons.
1: Yes. Uh, no, they are. They are still open. <laughs> They're open until one a.m. You must be able to take takeout right now. It's
3: actually up in. Oh, it's Calhoun Road, so it's up north. Yeah. Cool. Is cool. the
6: chicken? Is the chicken good? It's actually really good. It's uh. The trash pandas.
4: It's. It's panda licking good.
1: <laughs> panda licking good.
3: <laughs> yeah. So-
1: uh actually you know speaking of the weirdness of the whole pandemic charles brought up a good point about one of your episodes of comic book men we were just watching
6: Derek. the, the Apocalypse. ah uh, yes so uh, you guys tried to do
5: the uh per, or uh, the apocalyptic preparations yeah and um were wondering if there was something maybe in the background something you actually have learned that has come in handy it's <laughs> just okay, been so wildly, because I know for me, this has been so wildly out of uh, the ordinary that I don't think I, any survival skill I've gotten from anything like a comic book
4: has come in handy.
5: Have you used the poop bucket yet? That's what we all want to know. <laughs> um, <yeah. laughs>
4: Once is no, a the, strong the word. Plumbing is still mm-hmm. going on in Jersey. Thank you. And, Charles, I'm going to start calling you Terrible Turpin. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah I like that. All right. Terrible we may have Turpin.
1: to change the website for you, Charles. Yeah, I think I'm we have it. to now, yeah.
4: Or Turpin <laughs> well, the
6: Terrible. Terrible Turpin. Yeah, terrible
1: it. Turpin
4: I from, like from uh, Superman. Yeah, he's, he's awesome. So. I like that. Yeah, that was a fun
0: episode. Um, I, uh, the guy who uh, directed our episode is kind of a survivalist. I think he's working on a book right now. Um, and then Mike is probably uh, one of the, one of the more prepared people that I know. When all this was going down... I guess we got locked down in, what, March? Well, Mike, was, you've been preparing since, what, January?
4: Uh, December, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was. you hear rumblings. Sure. <laughs> they're like, hey, you know, pandemic. And yeah. I, my wife and I were talking about it. And, you know, having three months of food stored up is a smart thing. Yeah, it is. Especially if it's got a 25-year shelf life. So, <laughs> yeah. you know. In my old age I can go down it if you no know, nothing So else are you I,
1: saying you have a table made of those macaroni and cheese buckets or whatever like that was produced?
4: No, it's it's more of a uh, coffin for, oh, for, oh, for, for uh, <laughs>
1: well, then.
4: you you gotta think about <laughs> stuff. Jenny, you understand, you gotta think ahead.
1: I mean
5: yeah. have you actually had to dig into the twenty-five year proof food
4: yet? No, because we we have fitted my okay. we have fitted my garage with uh, some serious level shelving units, and and we're prepared. We've got a lot of canned goods. Uh, we've got water filters. We've got whatever we need. Do you have toilet so, paper? That's what I want to know. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah! That's the first thing I. That's the first thing I stockpiled because I don't. That's why that we don't fucking. have any. <laughs> yeah. Mike took it all.
0: Better <laughs> yeah. check the expiration date on that toilet paper. I um, I wish we could find is that the episode we actually shot a whole lot more that never got aired. We did a whole thing where we we slept on the on the Funko Pop shelves in the basement. <laughs> we could laugh. <laughs> yeah. And uh, been awesome. Yeah, we did a whole thing. Uh, I uh, and I think I got in a hazmat suit and went up to go look for comics.
3: <laughs> um, yeah, I, I would
2: have liked to have seen more footage of the guy that ran the survivalist store because
4: he seemed kind of creepy he was crazy he, he was a nice guy but uh he he took that very seriously yeah, i'm sure
3: he didn't I seem mean, have they much, can much be sense nice of a
4: nice guys
1: but you know he's gonna be the alpha in that <laughs> i apocalypse like situation. that
4: somebody
0: <laughs> uh um, i haven't seen that uh, one of our crew members said this to me Oh, my God. One airlock gas mask suit and ax. And there's a graded comic in the other hand. So it's like, actually I have a suit like that in my trunk.
6: I like to pull it out and scare convenience store workers. So, yeah. <laughs> Man, it,
5: like just thinking about it, though, if I like there's been a lot of talk of like if you had to shelter in place with one person, who would you choose? But I mean, if I had to choose a place to shelter in place for three months. I ha- well, I think I might have to choose Kevin Smith's comic book shop.
4: Um, we don't have much in the way of food, but I mean, you'll be entertained for uh, you'll you, for the seventy-two days that you can exist without food.
1: The thing is, like, I feel like food is still a pretty easy point in the world. Uh, it's not losing your shit,
3: right? That's
1: that's like the point. Like the 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 insane surreal environment they're on in you're alone you're in a room you're like how long has it been since I've seen or hugged another person?
4: Right. 80 years. It's it's been it about it feels years like years. that. When
1: you're when you're Latino and you need to like do the hug and do the you're like
4: understand completely. I miss
1: petting people. It's it's not
4: good. <laughs>
5: March and April have been the longest 10 years of my life.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and John, can I just say keep that thing in your the trunk of your car but next time you're out at the, uh, I don't know, whatever Ace Hardware you've got in town, get a can of like glow-in-the-dark spray paint and just spray that yeah! down, and then freak the people out. It's <laughs> oh, done. No. Consider it done, sir. Um, Literally, I, I
6: mean, I can buy more of these. It's like the cheapest cosplay I've ever made. The, the, the whole pullover is like 11 bucks. oh yeah just go in it's like containment breach and see watch everyone run out of the convenience (laughs) store
4: exactly and you know the till is yours because that's finders keepers
6: (laughs) (laughs) i I mean i'll take a couple hot dogs you know from the from the roller but i don't think i'll take
4: Uh, then then you will be radioactive because those things have been there for years yeah those those
5: come pre-laced with covid now right
4: pretty much yeah yeah, if not, if
6: not them, then the buns that they have stuffed in the plastic bags. Yeah, they have, Yeah, it's pretty mm-hmm. bad. But I got to say, I love your show. You guys are the spirit animal I never knew I needed. <laughs> but I, I, I'd like to ask your impression of season two, episode two, My Big Fat Greek Wedding.
4: Oh.
3: <laughs>
4: My Big Fat Geek Wedding, That that's been a dream of waltz forever (laughs) and now nothing was staged but having rob bruce as the arbiter of who wins and who loses he knows he knew which side his his bread was buttered on (sighs) i I felt it was arbitrary
6: i felt like like it was totally a, a personal choice. It's like, I felt you guys did enough to to be in the running, so it's like...
4: Um, but this has been something that Walt has wanted forever, and... So he wanted you too? Yes.
6: In, in, okay.
4: Specifically. Only
6: because he knew you would do it better.
4: Than him and Brian? Absolutely. Although Walt would have made a good Reed Richards, but... Brian would have sucked as Sue. <laughs>
1: yeah.
4: that, was that was an awesome the, picture. Look at the hatred on my face. Look at how mad Mike is. He's so mad, I'm just <laughs> all right. Let's just get this over. Yeah.
1: I just I wish feel, I could yeah. pull off that lipstick like you do, Ming. I there's
4: mean, a, there's a lot of anger and a lot of shame in that picture. Ming <laughs> was uh, shamed. I was angry. I was I was too angry to be ashamed. <laughs> oh. That's beautiful. That is beautiful. And the horrible thing about that, I hit it. The horrible thing about that episode is the guys who were our producers on season two, and I've said this. Brian says it a lot more vehemently and with uh, greater amounts of curse words. <laughs> Those guys sucked. They Aww. wanted to turn. Uh, yeah, ironically, they they wanted to turn uh, everybody against everybody. They wanted it no. to be like a competition. That's show. not good. No, it's not. But ironically, because they. They pulled the yoke so hard on us. We did some of our best work in that season. Some of the funniest Mm. episodes are from season two. They didn't even know that they were doing that. So, but uh, that was, they wanted us to do the wedding right after we had done uh, the competition. Mm. They didn't have costumes for us. Oh. We had to put those together ourselves.
1: (gasps) Well, you did a damn good job.
4: (laughs) uh, Yeah, we, it, it was... Uh, they had to blur out the four because, you know, it's like, it's like throwing someone a shovel and
6: saying,
0: "Dig your own grave, man." That's, yeah, that's, pretty that's, much. That's some but, harsh
4: stuff there. Oh, uh, tell them where your blue wetsuit came from, though. Oh, oh it yeah. was Rob Bruce's, and I didn't find out. And I had to wear like four pairs of underwear so my junk wouldn't get tainted. Oh.
3: <laughs> I know.
4: Yes. You no, know, we don't know where that thing came from—the flea market, or I don't know, from Jacques Cousteau's like a, a corpse. corpse. <laughs> you know, a corpse somewhere. Rob, Rob's got his fingers <laughs> everywhere, so. It, it it was fetid, so to say. Yes.
6: yes. So you guys also did uh, an episode with a paranormal investigator?
0: Yes, we did. <laughs> uh, we investigated the um, the Stash basement, which uh, I think that building was built, what, almost in the 1900s? Uh, 18, 1894,
4: 1895. So the, so yeah it's the eighteen hundreds so it's it's a turn of the century baby and again ironically there's uh that was season two, and there's more footage that they, that we uh filmed yeah Filming. yeah so
0: um the original idea for that was we're going to go investigate the basement and uh you know and we'd always it's very creepy down there it's old it's damp it's musty uh you know there's probably art ghosts down there um but um we had come up with this idea. It was kind of like, it, it was half like, can we do this? And half kind of messing with these producers that we, we didn't really like.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love it. Where Walt would, re- would recall this story about one day going into the basement and getting scared because he saw a midget slash troll down there. And <laughs> what? Foaming at the mouth. Well, and it, it, was, uh,
3: sure? it was like
0: in a toga and he's not making any sense. What? And, and the real story was-
1: uh, Did uh, you tell him to stop being a selfish bastard and share the good drugs with you? Well, no.
0: No. <laughs> we, we would turn out, it would turn out the real story was I got kicked out of my house and so I had to go spend the night in the stash basement. And the floor was actually me and a towel brushing my teeth
4: uh, <laughs> uh, we actually hired uh, a little person <laughs> yeah we, we hired a, a little person to wear a toga and he had foam all over his mouth <laughs> we were gonna film it like a dream sequence oh, we, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's very sitcom we thought it was like hysterical yeah so- we were,
0: like, we we're like oh my god they're gonna go for this so we're down there we're about to shoot this thing we we got a fog machine down in the basement
4: <laughs>
0: uh fired up the fog it sets off the fire alarm i'm sitting down <laughs> with no shirt on i and they they told me not to move so i'm like okay fire alarm's going up all of a sudden the fire marshal and three firefighters come down they round the corner they put me in a towel with no shirt and, and I, i'm like hey guys what's up uh yeah, I, the fire alarms off. This, so they're like, what the hell is going on?
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. That it never made the episode and I want to know where that footage is cuz I it was I thought it that would probably that would have been awesome. Oh, Any way you guys could like publish some of this
6: unseen footage, I think the the geek community would appreciate no, I'm all gonna, this stuff.
0: It's on a hard drive somewhere, not uh, which I don't have, but we did it's somewhere.
4: We could probably get it somehow. We need we would love to do this. Kevin's been talking about doing this as like add, you know, added features because there's mm-hmm. so much stuff that wasn't allowed to be aired. Yeah. Like the uh, <laughs>
1: because I don't know how to fun.
6: Well, I bet that some of it's like legally not allowed to be aired. It's like no, it's, I'd love it's AM
4: AMCs and standards yeah. and practices. Yeah. Wah well,
1: wah.
4: I know. There was um Brian had a joke when we did the uh, the comedy contest, the Brian Quinn, the standup. Mm. And, uh, I think that one was called Stand-up comic book men. <laughs> mm.
2: I think, um, yeah. Yeah. I think you is, have an option for a, a good show here. Uh, comic book men
4: behind the scenes. Footage. We, we wanted to do that. And, uh, yeah, Brian told sort of an off color joke. Ming tell him the joke. Oh, yeah. uh, I think the
0: joke went. Uh, what is the difference between Ming's parents and Superman? <gasps> and the punchline is Superman is grateful for a yellow sun.
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh,
0: oh, oh. <laughs> oh. I thought <laughs> it was, I think it's funny, but uh, they didn't want the anti-Asian defamation league against them. I feel <laughs> there's there's
2: a sad rim shot there somewhere that we all missed. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sunday Jeff didn't miss it. <laughs> hey what's the what's the strangest thing that anybody has ever brought into the comic store to get you guys to buy
0: uh i've had a couple uh somebody brought in a barbie doll of the Halle berry catwoman uh they made a barbie out of that one a barbie doll they and made some, it yeah i think the dude wanted like 20 bucks i'm like dude i'll give you i think i paid what 12 or something for it no <laughs> i gave
4: five i gave it to you
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm like, you like Halle Berry, Catwoman? I mean, Halle Berry, absolutely. Catwoman, no. But I'll oh. give you five bucks worth it. Guy's like, all right.
1: It was a bit of a spit in the face since the original Catwoman in the comic book. And, you know, Adam West was African-American. Yes. It would have been sweet. That I mean, I see too. what they were trying to do. They were trying to do the throwback, but just the horrible failure.
5: Ah. See, I... What I want to know is what is the most dangerous thing anyone's ever tried to sell you guys?
4: <laughs> dangerous. Oh. Um, actually, somebody sold us Wolverine claws. Yeah. That you could put on your hand, and we actually bought it. Oh, yeah, and they were actually beautiful.
2: sharp blades. Yeah.
1: Nice.
0: Yeah, it was wow. great. Yeah, those, those sold quick. I wanted them, but I was like, you know what? I'm going These are dangerous.
4: <laughs> yeah, not only that, but how do you justify like a hundred dollars for Pair of Wolverine claws that you're never going to use. Well, we all or think we're hopefully we want, not going to use. We all think we want these <laughs>
6: these great sci-fi weapons, but I would cut my leg off with a lightsaber within 15 minutes of owning one. It's yeah, like, just trying to spin it. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'd be doing it, and, then, and it's like all a, of a sudden it'd be a clean cut,
4: cut Yeah, it'd
6: yeah, be a clean yeah. cut. So please send me my handicap parking sticker because I decided to buy a lightsaber. <laughs> it should come with. A handicap parking sticker in the box, right.
4: and you should get uh, tax dollars off for your business because they're they're helping the mentally handicapped. So,
5: <laughs> well, there's a yeah. company that there's a, actually a company that's making lightsabers right now that are as close to real lightsabers as you can get. You need those like, are
6: just insanely dangerous. I mean, yes,
5: you like have to. You are required to wear like a full body suit to protect
2: against the heat. Yeah. And like a eye protection mask.
5: <laughs> because they're just basically super heated yeah, plasma. Well, it's, got art, metal. Yeah.
2: it's got like a power cord the size of my calf, I think, that feeds it. <laughs> yeah. Beth is a-
1: one of your oldest friends. If you love me, you will give this to me.
2: <laughs> How would you
6: guys feel if someone came into your store and tried to sell you? Um, yeah, what is that? An ovipositor. Not an over <laughs> Stop it. I knew you were going to do that. I knew oh. that.
3: It, Bill. Uh,
5: <laughs> We talked about uh, this, Bill. <laughs> Nobody wants your ovipositor.
6: <laughs> a Tesla coil. Oh. But the Tesla coil is, is very high uh, uh, voltage. Okay. Uh, it has a label on the side of the box that says, yeah, don't be within 10 feet of it when it's on. Okay. And it has a cord that's four feet long.
4: Oh, <laughs> what the hell, John? That's what an extension cord's for, buddy. Exactly. Like Hide yeah. in a heartbeat. I, yep. uh,
6: uh, right. and then you just justified Bill's existence. <laughs>
5: yeah. Something you guys should know is that Bill is our resident mad scientist. No joking.
1: No, the shit he can make or bypass or whatever, you know. Acquire. There's there's things that we have to ask Bill before you talk about this on the podcast. Uh, (laughs) Are you going to have some legal liability?
5: The content (laughs) we've redacted from Bill admitting to federal crimes is
2: (laughs) (laughs) I almost burned down my office one time. I have this, uh, it's, uh, what's it called? It's an audio, audio arc. And so what you do is you hook a sound source into it, and then it's got like a plexiglass chamber. And then on either side of the plexiglass chamber, there's two electrodes. And when you fire it up, this arc of plasma jumps between the electrodes. And then whatever sound source you put in causes that arc to vibrate and reproduce the music as if it were a speaker. So, so I was- Linda,
4: you're all you're all right with this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you- been trying, no, we've been trying. We every a whole- week. Watched it. <laughs> every we have week a whole we podcast.
5: ask, Linda, are you okay? We're yeah. <laughs> <laughs> doing all right this week. We
1: yeah. have so- a whole podcast where Bill tells you how to hack the droids in the Star <laughs> Wars part of Disneyland. Yeah.
3: Um, no, he's because- one lab
6: accident away from being a supervillain. He really is. It's like he's going to kill us all. Just yeah. One tragedy. Yeah. So Once, I, a sad backstory, and he's gonna kill us all. I, so I'm I took counting that
2: another six tragedies on top of that. Yeah, I took that audio arc to work to demo it. And uh,
3: as and pr- one does in <laughs> the process of as demoing
2: it, does. I had it on this cart. And it was kind of, the music was causing it to vibrate a little bit on the legs and move towards the edge of the cart. So I thought, I better move this back towards the center. So I reached over to grab it like this. And what I did is I created a shorter path between the two electrodes with my hands. And as I picked it up, suddenly it started burning my fingers and I went like this and it fell onto the cart sideways and flame started shooting out the end of it. And my boss is sitting there with his face in a horror look like, what the hell?
6: (laughs) So plasma, plasma burns your fingers.
2: Yeah. Fortunately, I had the plexiglass. Yeah. to, uh, To keep me from getting third degree burns, but it got hot real quick. And I'm so was glad the that last time this. show and tell was allowed at Bill's, <laughs> Bill's job. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> this is
5: this is the fir- this is a brand new story and we've heard many more. Yeah. No, so
6: we never heard this one.
1: So yeah. one of Bill's former partners in crime at his job, Keith, came <laughs> and started actually by coincidence working with my boyfriend who's building a data center for Facebook here in Omaha. And he's telling us stories about Bill, how Bill convinced his kids that there were UFOs, and by like taking them out and seeing lights and shit. Like, I'm yeah, there like, was this, what?
2: There was Bill this. Bill is gol- that cr-
1: Oh my god, go ahead. There was Bill.
2: this. A Champions Club did a uh, um, an annual golf classic that was actually on the PGA Network, and it was a huge thing. And they had uh, for the last night, they had these huge searchlights going uh in the sky and then they would do fireworks later well we saw this we we could see the searchlights from keith's house and um so we were uh, we were outside and the kids were like what's that and i said i think that's alien ufos what i said yeah we should go they were terrified to go
1: of course they're a perfect age to be there's also yeah they were like
2: (laughs) five to twelve perfect age so yeah we had them sold on it they were terrified so
3: I mean what we're really like saying
5: here what we're really saying here is would you like to hire Bill because he's too dangerous for Nebraska yeah. and we need to get him away.
4: We have nuclear power plants here and I don't trust you around them. Yeah, really. you wouldn't want That's me around those. Well, basis. honestly
6: he can hijack them from his basement. Yeah. So it
4: really doesn't matter where
0: he's at. So Yeah. yeah. I mean, Bill without guys like you are things like proton packs don't get invented. So That's
3: right. <laughs> See, there you are. You
0: know, I, was, I was thinking
6: about proton packs, and they're the awesomest invention for the 80s. But if you had them now, if you fired off a proton pack, you would literally scramble every computer within a mile radius. They'd be awful. It's like, well, I'm sorry, I, I, I geek out on Ghostbuster
4: stuff. No, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, so wait. You, you yeah be,
1: actually, uh, John is our resident uh, paranormal investigator. Well, you've done some work too, haven't you? I mean in terms of i've had weird shit happen yes uh that well that's what traumatizing. that's
6: cool because that's what paranormal uh, what i call as a paranormal investor i call you people a salt lick literally i'll put my equipment around you and wait for them to come play with you so <laughs> which like, they do
1: but i don't want to talk about it because you know having shit thrown at you from the middle of nowhere. Never a cool
6: thing. See, but yeah, to me sense. that would be awesome. So take one for the team uh-huh. and just get, get hit in the face a few times with stuff. It's like Jenna,
4: I think that John would consider you to be bait. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, uh, I, it is. I, why that, salt lick and why not bait?
6: Mean, salt, salt, salt lick sounds much better. It no, does. it it's doesn't just, But it's
4: the same thing. Oh salt lick, salt turn, lick, bait, today. sacrifice. Uh, I,
5: I I agree with Mike. Bait sounds way better than salt lick. Salt lick is how
2: you get slimed.
6: How about sacrifice? It's like sacrifice, same thing.
5: Still better than salt lick for some (laughs) reason.
4: But not better than bait. Yeah. Sacrifice is... uh, We
6: can honor Jenna Jenna for her sacrifice. It's hard to honor her for her (laughs)
3: bait-ness.
1: My my sacrifice full of trauma and nightmares for the next decade? Sure. Yeah. Great. Well,
4: John, it just sounds like you're not quick on the draw. Oh, no, you wouldn't have to sacrifice if oh, you. I wouldn't be yeah. sacrificing.
6: Jenna would for science,
3: <laughs> science for science. Oh, I mean,
6: for science. <laughs> well, no, it, it, Here's it a saying. good question, Mike
2: and Ming. Do you two believe
0: in ghosts? Oh hell yeah! I believe. I, I believe uh, there's a there's a spiritual world. I believe there are physical manifestations of the physical world um i haven't seen any myself i don't think but i i believe they're out there for sure
4: i have seen i've i've experienced weird stuff <clears throat> jenna i'm like you this weird stuff just happens to me so you
6: guys took took uh mr chen out into the jersey woods to go looking for mothman didn't you
0: uh the jersey devil The jersey
3: yeah, yeah the jersey devil i
1: feel like that's worse than the mothman the mothman she's gonna like give you warnings the Jersey Devil may repel your intestines. Yes. Yeah, so...
4: <laughs> intestines but, are optional. Actually do yes. I still have hold on, I want to see if I still have that picture. What of him <laughs> screaming? But wait <laughs> like, you oh. you did use Ming as
5: a as, as bait slash bait as a salt oh lick. He was God. your salt we lick him a salt them. lick. We called yeah. him bait. Yeah. <laughs> see, bait is better. They treated
6: him better. more like a sacrifice, like you would have told nice stories about him after he was gone.
4: we <laughs> oh, oh, never that. you take that back, John. He <gasps> oh. never, would have, never would have said nice things about me. Okay.
6: My bad.
1: My I'll bad. say the nice things. He was an incredible you, hacker. You know,
6: we'll after watching the show, Mr. Uh, Mr. Ming there, Yeah, uh, it seems to me like they treated you like some kind of chew toy. They were <laughs> they
0: were they were rough on you all the time hey i i've been chewed i've been chewed on and spit out for the last 23 years my friend so uh, <laughs> much like a, a well-made chew toy uh it, it lasts a long time so yeah i'm that i'm that chew toy that's been chewed up a lot but it's still around after 20 years you're like but the timex of chew toys
3: exactly. if
1: you're if you're living the dream being around comic books meeting your heroes like stan lee yes. Yeah. I would take that over the office job I currently have for the railroad so what was
6: it what was it like to meet Stanley anyway?
0: <laughs> oh my God, it was pretty what? magical it was pretty magical I think uh prior to that we'd seen Stan in um it, you know a couple of commercials you'd see him pop up every so often
3: mm-hmm.
0: and, uh, I think uh he just started doing a couple of cameos, but you know we knew him as Stanley, the guy who created everything near and dear to anything that we cared about in this world right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, to me it was like meeting god it was now, um, how do you how do you end up coming to be on the show yeah i have and kevin are very close ever since oh, they met up yeah. and okay. uh kevin you know once we got a show about comic books mm-hmm. and got into an actual second season mm-hmm. well that you know you get that second season you gotta you gotta hit that home run you gotta swing for the fences and so kevin sure, made sure. a call to stand he's like hey can you come down uh we want to shoot with you and we'll, we'll also do a charity photo shoot you know that's yeah i will all in q come down and meet the guys and come and inspire them and you know just be stan lee on the show that will give us sure. a lot of credit too and uh yeah he didn't even hesitate anytime kevin needed anything from stan um uh yeah he he obliged and uh yeah i always thought it was funny when stan was kind of going through all that weird stuff a couple of years ago
3: yeah
0: um with people taking care of him or power of attorney and all that kevin was like why don't you just come live at my house like yeah. I
1: don't live yeah, with, I thought
4: that was awesome.
0: I'm like, man, mm-hmm. what a great TV show that would have made.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, and then at least you knew he was not getting taken advantage of. Like here, seeing those articles at the end of his life, that was pretty tragic. Because I think yeah. for a lot of us, um, what he created made us feel normal in a world that would take the exceptional and say, "You're weird." You're yeah,
5: like, for me, whatever. Spider-Man was. Like Spider Man kept me going when I was a kid, and I, um, I don't know, like that affected me probably way more than anything else.
1: Yeah, for me it was X Men. Like you know well, that
5: too, man. Yeah, X Men and Spider Man. That was my that was my teenage years when I really needed it the most.
0: Yeah, what your, I oh um, go ahead. Oh uh, yeah, I don't know if uh, Kevin was altogether honest. I remember Stan getting there. And we introduce him. He comes in. One of the first things he says is like, hey, where's Kevin? Kevin's not here. And Kevin <laughs> wasn't there. I think Kevin may have said like he was going to be there. Kind oh. misrepresented uh, a little bit. Yeah. So uh, I, I, I he, he he, didn't seem to mind after a, a little while. Once he realized Kevin wasn't going to be there. Yeah. So.
1: so it was really funny because obviously Stanley, he was, he was so much fun and full of life. Still a dirty old man a little bit. Um, my friends joked with me because that year he was at Planet Comic Con, I had a lot of friends who ended up getting their pictures with Stan. And I wore a cute little like pin up dress. And I like walking up to Stan, he just was like, oh, and I was like, Stan, oh my God, my, my life. Because I used to draw comics and do all that stuff and um, had my picture. And all my friends was like, wow, he actually seems to really smile for you in your picture. I'm like, I don't care if he was standing at my gams, whatever.
0: It's great. <laughs> uh, Stan loved the ladies for
1: sure. He did. Uh, <laughs> but I... he was respectful yeah. and in the classic I love the ladies kind of way. Yes. I mean, it, it was great. Like, he just – so much love he had for his fans and his art. Like, what he left us uh, for that passion of storytelling, I mean, he he's – I don't think we have fully – Expanded upon his contribution yet, like I think it'll be another ten years before we actually get to what he did for us in terms of storytelling and um, character and art.
0: I love that he's smiling in your photos. Uh, Anytime he was with me and Mike, the look on his face like, "What you guys again?"
4: (laughs) Oh my, your gams suck!
0: (laughs) (laughs) All those gams get out of here, kid. You should have wore the stilettos.
2: Hey, I'm sure, you guys have, I'm sure you guys have had somebody come into the store that knows nothing about comic books. And they walk in just to see what it's all about. And oh, if you were going to get somebody interested in comics, what comic would you have them start with?
5: Spoiler alert, depends this is Bill. How,
4: depends on how old they are. Give me, a, give me an age range. Bill's age. 60. <laughs> all right. 60. Yeah. <laughs> Let's say they're my age. All right. Uh, let me see. Well, I'd, I'd point them to Preacher, number one. Okay. Just because Tulip had a great set of gams. Yes. <laughs> um, and it's also, it's a complete story. It's You've got the six volumes, and it's just so far out there. I think that that would be the best place for, like, Someone between the age of thirty and death. <laughs> um, that's where I would go with that. I
6: would. That, go that ahead. reminds me. Uh, we wanted to ask you guys, what is your opinion of the boys, both the the graphic novel and the new Amazon
4: series? Have you seen either of those? I have. I've read and I've seen. Um, the book the, the the comic was it was okay. It's one of those ones where. Unfortunately, you always paint yourself into a corner, like the authority did, mm. where you try to take a, a you know a, a group of superheroes and have them solve the world's problems.
3: Yeah.
4: You're always going to run out of stuff because you can't get too real. So that was the, they painted themselves into a corner. However, the TV show is phenomenal. Although I'll say Jack Wade. He looks like um like Dennis and Meg Ryan. I know, I- right?
1: I was just like when I realized that was their son, I was like, oh my god. And then also he was born ninety two and I feel so old. I'm like, oh I know. god.
4: You, you threw up in your mouth a little bit, didn't <laughs> a little bit, you? A little bit, a little bit. Yeah, I, I was like, he takes he took me out of it for a little bit. Because I, I know what baby Huey is supposed to be like.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Or we, Huey. I'm sorry, we, Huey. Um, but I think it translated better into um, a mo- movie slash TV show than it did on paper. Which is uh, weird. I,
5: I think I'd agree with you there. Like I've read the first three omnibuses of the comic, and I really take to the series more the TV series more than I do the comic.
1: The actors were just really good. Like, they did a good job casting, and I feel like they came at a really good time where people are interested in superheroes, but people are also asking a lot of deep questions about society around them as a whole. Like, the uh, the whole hypocrisy of, the, of that Christian festival yeah. that this guy is trying to lead them, but he's also blowing dudes in a club at the back with the other superheroes, so...
4: Yeah, a little. Exactly. I I think you're right that that they not just exposed, but like rubbed your nose in that hypocrisy. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of people came up to me and were like, don't you think that that was um, like so politically motivated? I'm like, no, it's just the way it is. Um, Speaking of which, what do you think that the boys is the way that superheroes would really
6: manifest if they actually existed? uh because this the idea of the self the idea of spidey being like broke all the time and saving everybody personally i might take a few 20s from the till every once in a while if i'm gonna go around saving everybody so it seems more realistic that superheroes to be selfish
2: or would you just open a gofundme why oh
6: that's a great idea yeah, every every register in the world is his GoFundMe. it's like literally it's like hey i just saved your store maybe maybe a little something something
5: no no yeah. spider-man should have a patreon i like yeah. that bill right. what do you guys
0: think
4: cool but how would he access it
0: yeah exactly uh you know nano has offshore bank account you know to have a deposit yeah, like, there, there are ways around it sure uh,
4: well man i don't think so
6: do we, want, do we want superheroes engaging in, in, like, offshore banking? I mean,
4: I mean, really? well, I mean if they're going to be saving really the world,
6: you've got to give them a little <laughs> bit of leeway, right? You'd think, but you know, but as far as being selfish, because the boys are, the, the, like, the superheroes are really, really selfish. And it's like, I feel that that's how they would be because there'd be no one that could tell them, you know, this is not the way to be. So yeah. that's me. What do you think?
0: I yeah I I think there would be a, a a larger percentage of uh, super, people with superpowers taking advantage of uh, of that. You know who's going to miss a couple gold bars from Fort Knox? Yeah, uh, uh. yeah. I think it would depend upon when they came
2: into their superpowers. If they yeah. came into them at a real young age, it would be easy for them to go down the wrong path because there'd be nobody that could really enforce them. Yeah. Their behavior, right? Whereas if you came into it when you'd already uh solidified your morals and your outlook on life. Uh you might Out have a, a different shitty
3: uh,
1: situations so that yeah. you develop empathy for the normal human being. Yeah. yeah.
2: I mean I think of that kid, uh what was that Twilight Zone episode where that uh that Oh the kid, one the
6: kid that can literally just make everything disappear. Yeah. In Everyone was afraid of
2: him. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, if you came into your powers like that as a young kid like that, and you could do almost anything, you know, there'd be nobody that could challenge you, right? Yeah. And so maybe I you mean, just feel entitled to do whatever you wanted to
6: Superman do. Superman did that, and he, he turned out to be the Man of Steel. But is Brightburn actually more of a realistic representation of what Superman would be?
4: It's like... If- if Clark Kent wasn't a dick, yeah. Well, no,
6: but but it's like, why wouldn't he be? Who could tell him what to do? It's like the, the whole idea of of uh, the Kents just saying you can't do that. It's like when obviously I can do that. Is like, all right, all right. Let's let's just, let's turn it this way. What would you do if you were born with Superman's powers? All right, Ming. What
5: would you do with Superman's powers?
0: The world, but I I, I you know I, I'd take a gold bar for myself here and there. <laughs> uh, Mike?
3: You
0: know, um, you know oh. if it's a large corporation like Ruth's Chris Steakhouse or Shake Shack, you know, take Extra Burger or, yeah. or Le Mignon, you know, that obviously they don't care the other way. So, yeah, it would depend on who it was.
4: Yeah. I mean, I might make some diamonds out of, uh, you know, some, some charcoal. cats, cool. yeah. But I don't think that I would go around robbing people. I like to think that... You know, your your moral compass is still your moral compass, whether you have superpowers or not. I would hope. Right.
6: Well yeah, uh, but I mean you need a twenty, you save this business, you know, hey, maybe they owe me a twenty. Well, what do I need the twenty for? I right. don't know. Why does anyone need twenties for anything? It's oh, like well, why wouldn't I be like? Numbers? It's not yeah. an existential twenty. It says, you need a twenty dollar bill. You just saved jo- this place. Hey,
5: John 20s. is our doomsayer. So I, am, t- t- I am. Take it with a grain of salt. I am here. the
4: voice of doom. Uh, John, yeah. I think that they would probably say, "Hey, li- listen, you saved our business. You-, you-, you want a little? You want a little something?" i be like, hey, you got a cup of coffee? I'll take a cup of coffee. Yeah. Be nice. Uh, this,
5: this, is where I think Stanley's legacy comes in, because all of us who were raised kind of with the great power of comes great
1: responsibility. Yeah,
5: with Spider-Man and with X-Men, right. and the more like he taught some moral lessons, and
3: I
6: think Aunt, that Aunt, us, Aunt May, Aunt May needs an expensive surgery. I yeah, I think what Spider-Man
5: gives of himself to give it to her.
6: What what if he doesn't have it? Because he's like literally
5: made a deal with the devil to give her new life.
6: That's all right. So he sacrificed
2: his soul, himself.
6: His marriage. He sacrificed his.
4: It wasn't a good story, but he did it. And please, John, he salt licked his soul. So I, I
1: I'll know give you, we're,
6: I'll give you a golf clap on that one. All
4: right.
3: so I know well, we're getting we're close
1: to our time, but I do want to ask, like, cause you're talking to so many podcasters, you're trying to help everybody out there to keep keep going, keep pushing, getting yeah. the word out. Uh, what are some I mean, everyone's kind of wrapped up in the surreal moment of COVID and, and you know, social distancing. What are people not talking about that the two of you wish we're like people should be talking about or or um engaging on
4: Hmm. Ming you got an answer that's a great
0: question um I don't know I mean I think we're talking about the state of kind of pop culture you know are we going to be able to go back to theater again will comic book shops open again
1: um like comic con season is dead this year that's what's tragic
0: yeah I um I mean I think we're all being optimistic about you know what happens when we come back, but what if they don't come back? right? You know, I don't know if anyone's really touched around that that scenario, yeah, what if uh, you know, yeah, what if they just don't come back? What if it's just not viable um, well, because they
2: because they're saying that the coronavirus could come back in the fall and that people with immunity, the immunity may not last
0: yeah, I, yeah i'm 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 yeah i'm I'm scared. what if comic shops all not you know what if a would <laughs> are just done you know what if uh what if everything we know and love doesn't come back um i'm a little uh, that's that's the big that's probably worst case scenario i don't want to go
4: he's getting a little dark there
0: um i mean you people not talking about i don't know if anyone's really brought up that scenario yet
4: they have um but here's here's the thing i think that people should be a little bit more positive that's Mm -hmm. what i'd like to see is i want to hear what people's plans are you know once this does blow over and God forbid it comes back in the fall, but you know we, do, we don't do this again, where we shut down for a month. Or maybe we do, I don't know. I don't think we can afford to. Um,
3: no, I don't think we can either.
4: Yeah. yeah, but um, we need to, to have that positive reinforcement. I think that that's what's lacking in here. Everybody's just like, I'm going stir crazy. Well, are you using your time productively? You know, you guys obviously are, with the exception of John, who really needs to learn the difference between <laughs> sacrifice and salt licks.
6: <laughs> <laughs> that is the tip of the iceberg of the things I need to learn, sir. <laughs> Accurate. I tell you that right now.
3: I'll, I'll show you. Just like.
4: <laughs>
0: but.
3: Yeah. Uh,
0: I, I like- wanna- yeah, I'm just glad none of you are injecting uh, Listerine or Lysol into your veins. So I, we're, uh, until then, I think we're good, right,
3: Mike? I am working, working on a system. Bill? I'm working <laughs> on, on something.
5: Bill? No. Oh, dear. Lots to
3: learn.
4: I know we're trusting you. I couldn't find the Jersey Devil photo, so I'm just going to leave you guys with this. Okay. All right.
1: I love Elvira. I mean, it's bad to be like, no, so it's bad to be six or seven and admire Elvira, but I did because one, horror movies are amazing. And two, for days, she had huge tracks of land for days and was amazing.
3: All right.
5: Well, uh, as Jenna said, we're kind of running up on our time, but Is there anything that uh, you guys would like to plug before we sign off?
0: Um, Yeah, Mike's selling secret stash blind boxes for anybody out there. No, no, tell us about about that. What is that?
4: Ladies and gentlemen, we are doing, uh, we're going to be rolling them out uh, tomorrow, Tuesday. Um, Comic book men curated secret stash boxes where (gasps) a a comic book man, uh, either me, Ming, Brian, or Walt will pick out comic books that we think that people will like.
5: And how would we get these?
4: You would go to, uh, it'll be up on com, or you mm-hmm. can email me at J and Bob stuff. that's j-a-y-a-n-d-b-o-b-stuff, s-t-u-f-f, at gmail.com, and for $25, you get $40 worth of swag. <laughs> for $50, you get $80 worth of swag. And for a hundred bucks, you get one hundred and fifty dollars worth of swag, and we make a couple of promises. Mm. One, it will be curated by a comic book man, which one you never know, huh. but it'll come. It'll say, you know, this box curated by Brian, and it'll it'll nice. be full of uh, old prescription, empty prescription bottles, and, and, <laughs> and beard hair. Um, <laughs> No, it'll be comics. Brian would probably pick out some Archie's, Richie Rich, Casper's, some of the more nonsensical stuff. But it's also going to come with uh, at least one signed piece of Kevin merchandise and an 8x10 signed by the four of us.
3: Oh,
0: nice. Well, Bill, there's your entry in the comic books. There you go. There there
2: you
4: go.
0: (laughs) And uh, also, if you want to have as much fun as we just did, uh, me and Mike will come on anybody's podcast. Uh, if you're out saving, what a pitch! If you're out <laughs> bank or something, and you keep a couple twenties for yourself. Bam, we'll we'll come on your podcast.
5: <laughs> and I, I can definitely say, and I think everyone will agree, it is well worth it, and it has been a fantastic time.
1: It has been. Yeah, thank
5: it you
2: has. guys very much.
1: Right. Thank you for nice coming. Nice
2: meeting you in person.
3: Awesome. Yeah, please
1: it, please let us know when you come to Omaha next. Like I said, I will be doing all the home cooking for you, awesome. and also uh, uh, harassing Lara Croft at Okum.
4: Which yes, may be and I expect a back-breaking hug
1: All the back-breaking <laughs> hugs right. Be
4: careful what you wish for, my friend She can break <laughs> it back <laughs> Awesome, I need an alignment I'm, I'm there
1: <laughs> Yeah,
0: I am making a genuine effort To to get back to Omaha um, I was supposed to be at Planet Comic Con This year uh, before it got posted yeah. so, uh, But I have a good feeling We'll be seeing each other soon Excellent.
2: Yeah,
5: we'll be in Podcast Alley Sorry, yeah. Jenna, go ahead yeah, Feel free to sit yeah. down
2: all right. Well, thank you guys very much. We appreciate, we appreciate it. Appreciate you. Yeah. Oh, guys thank are great. You. See you again sometime. Hopefully, take care. And thank you all for joining us for another episode of Galactic Driftwood. I'm Bill. I'm John. I'm Seth,
6: Charles, and, and Jenna. And I'm Jenna.
3: Jenna. I was trying and to get Linda the day.
1: I'm I'm last. <laughs>
3: And
6: and, I, and and our sp- pro- you're our producer you're usually never
1: on- uh, i'm last
6: and, <laughs> and our special never guests
2: last. never last and thanks, thanks for joining us yep ming and and mike and uh take care y'all we'll see you next time Bye bye
1: thanks for listening to this episode of the galactic driftwood podcast for more information and past episodes please visit our website at galacticdriftwood.space or subscribe to us on YouTube. And now, please deactivate your cranial downlinks, collect your towels, and be sure to watch your step as you exit our gravity well.